Right now, the world we live in is so sensitive today. And it ain't going away. This is not going. There's, the only vaccine we have for racism is Jesus Christ and being intentional. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us uh, for part two of our three-part series of Carney to the World Chicago. We just. Uh, uh, last session was a great session with Brother James Borchade of the Circle Urban Ministries. This session we have Pastor Rob Stevenson of the Rock of Our Salvation Church. It's so good to have Pastor Rob with us here. And now and let's enjoy this conversation uh, with Pastor Rob. Uh, Brother Brian and Pastor Adrian, so good to, to be on. And um, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that we can really have some great conversations uh, about who Rock Church is. Rock Church uh, was founded upon racial reconciliation. And God called a young man named Raleigh B. Washington um, in 1983 to leave Jacksonville, Florida, to come to the shot town of Chicago, the Windy City. And he put on his heart, you know, to start a church in the inner city. And then uh, what faith would have, what God would have it, he met uh, Dr. Glenn K. Ryan. And um, when he met them and they hit it off, they believed that God was calling them to a bigger movement, um, salt and light, and was calling, you know, the body of Christ to really get to a place to understand. Let's look at racial reconciliation and let's have some real honest conversations. And so as you read the book, Breaking Down the Walls, you see those principles are put there uh, for a reason. And uh, I just think when we look at that book and read it and begin to really unpack those principles, then you really understand the heart of both of them and how God wooed them together. So it's been an honor for me because I've been around the ministry on staff for 17 years. And, um, and so now I've been the senior pastor for eight years, uh, this year, July the 8th. And so um, last year, God put it on my heart to really look at some things about our ministry. We never lost racial reconciliation. God called Glenn and, and, and Raleigh to it. Um, pastor Lincoln was the second pastor, Abraham Lincoln Washington, which was Raleigh's youngest brother. And uh, God had called him to um, transformation and evangelizing. And so uh, I, I, I did that for a while and we continue to do that, but we had to look at what God is telling me. So over the last six years, I've been like, okay, God, I'm here. I'm the senior pastor. Where are we going in this community? There has to be a, uh, there has to be a dynamic sh shift that's happened based on the community structure today. Right. And racial reconciliation in the community of Austin was not, was not a hot topic. It was our reality, right? Um, uh, transformation was, wasn't really a hot topic. And so God had put on my heart, so I planted you here now for this season. And what God has given me, living in this community now for over six years, I realized this community looking for 
the realities of transformation and helping them to thrive. And so God gave me the acronym of thrive. He was for those who are tired, living the way they're living, just going through, you know, uh, trying to survive and doing whatever means necessary to make that happen. So they had to be tired. I've watched them. H was helpless. Like these folks are actually helpless. They don't even realize how helpless they are, you know. And but there are so many uh, uh, social services that has helped them, uh, you know, with food, uh, help them the children with 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 supplies. But they will always be in this help mode. And then the R stands for revolving. They always going through the revolving door. They never thriving. It's like mm-hmm. they barely surviving. You know what I mean? And so, and so God put on my heart, I, how, how do you get a person who's tired, helpless, going through a revolving door? You got to give them inspiration. Mm-hmm. If you give them inspiration, there's no doubt you will overcome. See, those who've been inspired by the word of God are what we would call V, victorious. Now, here it is. You went from you went from being tired, helpless, going through the revolving door. Now, you've been inspired by the word of God. Now, you walk victoriously. And anybody who can walk victoriously is E. Now, you get to empower. Okay? And so, God gave me that word, John 14, 6. I am the truth in life. Hey, man, there's only one way. It's Jesus. And so what Rock Church embodied was thrive. It is time to help this community of Austin to thrive. And I looked at that from my standpoint. I looked at that from my lifestyle. And so in order to really preach this and teach this and live this out, I had to look at how did God allow me to thrive? And so I believe that God has put my wife here my wife and I in the Austin community to help this community to thrive. Oh, that's, that's, I love that acronym. That is awesome, brother. You, you can hear your heart in it. Yes, sir. You understand your community. You understand uh, where your people, where the people are and mm-hmm. how they're navigating through life. And you're giving them a, being able to look at who they are and then moving to what they can be. That's right. right. What that's they right. And that's, that's right. you know, that's, that's the gospel through and through. That's, that's God transforming us, renewing us, um, and, and moving us forward to what he's created us for the purpose, purpose to be. So I love, I love that. I was there um, when you uh, uh, in, introduced that at the opening of the, uh, your church, when you mentioned the word thrive. I remember wow. that very much. So that's pretty exciting to hear. It's good to hear you uh, just speaking it. I love you sharing it because it comes from your heart, comes from your soul. Sure. That's, that's awesome. So share, share with us a little bit. You've shared with us already a little bit about how the, uh, the, the COVID and the racial tension uh, has affected the community. How about your ministry? Tell us, tell us a little bit about what you're doing with the prayer and fasting. I love I love this what you're doing, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, share with us uh, the inspiration of that. And maybe how we could come alongside and be a part of that with you. Excellent. Well, 
one thing that I found out, just kind of understanding where we had as a church, we have to understand like the black church and 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 culture. They always have met together, mm-hmm. and, and that even back in slavery, that one day the master allowed the people to have that one church service. And that's when the people got together and they had church. Now through history, that's always been the case. That's why if you come into a, you know, the Austin community, you're going to see thousands of churches, man, a little side churches, you know what I mean? You know, churches in Austin alone, you're going to get you about a thousand churches, little old cubby church. And people are in those churches. It may be four or five, maybe 15 or 20, but they're committed. They're going to go to church. And so this pandemic, man, it's just, it hit us in, in, a, in, in a huge way across this country, even in our culture that relates to having a physical time at church. Yeah. Now for Rock Church, for us not to be in our brand new sanctuary that they've been waiting for for over 40 years, right? You right. guys were there when we ribbon cut. To not be in fellowship has been very hard for the people. Now, so God had, I just have been searching the heart of God saying, okay, God, where do we go from here? What do you want me to do to lead this church in this unfamiliar places? Mm-hmm. Because not going to church is, is, is unreal, is uncommon for the people. And so what God had did, of course, has stretched me to do online Facebook Live. And so I prayed and I fast. And of course, people would send you stuff. And I was inspired about fasting and praying 381 days, because if you remember, the Montgomery boycott was June the 5th, 1956, and the federal court ruled that they that any law requiring racially segregated seating on buses violated the 14th Amendment and the U.S. Constitution. So the Montgomery bus boycott it stopped December the 21st, uh, 1956, and guess what? It lasted 381 days. Now, what I realized is this. There was two words the Lord put on my heart. They did this not out of convenience, but out of commitment. So we as the body of Christ, in order for us, I'm not, I'm not an activist. I am a pastor. I am a, I would like to say I'm an ambassador of Christ. So I have to come from a biblical perspective when I am given God's word to help people to understand what is happening in our world. And in order for change that really happened, we, the body of Christ, got to embody Acts chapter 5, verse 17 through 42, when Peter and John were willing to put their lives on the line for change to happen. Right. Not out of convenience, but out of commitment. And so, and so we as change agents, I said, we got to do something radical. Because in order for you want to see change to happen, it's enough time out about complaining. We got to be radical about fasting and prayer. And let me tell you, I got so many people has taken this challenge will blow your mind to see change happen. That's how I was inspired. Yeah. And you're on what? 81 days? 81 days. 81 days. I've been, I've been tracking with you, bro. 81 days. I've been tracking with you, brother. Thank so, you. So, um, and that, I love that. I love that commitment. I love that long 
that's out of the box. It's it's asking for hardcore commitment, right? That's you know, right. it's not just one or two weeks. It's not a small event. This is a journey. This is right. a this is a this is a place of seeking uh, seeking God in that way. So, brother, how can we? Um, I'm going to ask you the same thing as I asked James. Um, what can we as Carnifery, Central Nebraska, um, what can we do to come alongside the Rock Church and to uh, maybe maybe incorporate the prayer element of it or what are some ways that we can uh, grow better with you and grow deeper with you and be work alongside with you um, in the ministry there in Austin and and uh, in, in what you're doing. Well, I appreciate that, Pastor, because that means a lot. One of the things I realized is God did not make a mistake by putting us in partnership. He did not make that mistake. I think one of the things that would be very helpful is our brothers and sisters, Kearney, to really educate yourself about racism. That's so important. That means looking at points of reading books, viewing videos of black perspective, like Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and being intentional about learning the various interesting facts, historical facts, because listen, in order to make a change, you got to understand the entire paradigm change, the paradigm shift. Just think about it for a second. A fish doesn't realize he in water until he's poured out of it. Right. You really don't, right? So we don't realize how much racism out there until you can actually learn and see it for yourself. Now, I, I do believe this. I do believe this with all my heart that this 2020, this this you know this pandemic. Like I told the people, I said, "Listen, we've been in a sin pandemic for a long time. This is a sin pandemic we've been in." And as pastors, I believe that we as pastors just got to speak the truth and call it out what it is. We just got to call. We just got to say what it is. And 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 I believe that when we educate ourselves to understand, you know, the black culture, because God, I'm going to tell you something. I am so proud of Kearney, Nebraska, because there are a lot of other free churches. They're not going to do this. Trust me when I tell you. And when I talk to black pastors in the, in our community, in my network, and they, they, they know that I'm a free church, they says, you know what, Pastor Rob? I would not even tell people you're part of Evangelical Free Church because they support of Trump. Okay. Now you got to hear this. You got to see this from their lenses. Right. You know, you got to see this from their lenses. And it's like, hey, look, I understand where they're coming from, but I also understand our commitment. And I have used Carney, Nebraska for many different illustrations of what love is and what love does when they, people don't look like you, mm. okay? But you got other pastors who have no idea what this looks like, okay? And so what I would encourage my brothers to do, and I wanna do this, Pastor Adrian. I wanna do this with Pastor Adrian. I wanna, I wanna swap pulpits. Where he would teach on a Wednesday night and a Sunday morning because I teach Wednesday night, Sunday morning. And so that the people can really understand, we're not just talking about this. We are living this out. And they need to see this. They need to understand it. 
Right now, the world we live in is so sensitive today. And it ain't going away. This is not going. There's, the only vaccine we have for racism is Jesus Christ and being intentional. There you go. The love and being an example. That's how Kearney and Rock Church can continue to partner by having these conversations and being intentional. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's our heart's desire as well, Pastor Rob. And I think, I think this is going to propel us to. Uh, move beyond talking to actually putting it into action. Really, it does. For the, for the longest time, it's always been just, yeah, we're going to do it, and then we get busy and we move on and we just get into our own way. But this is kind of in our face right now, and I think it's causing us to say, you know, am I going to act on this or am I just going to talk about it? And yeah. Just gonna talk about it. You know, you know, I was just thinking, I don't know if you all are aware of, but the NCWACP also have a chapter in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm. And you know what? I would encourage you all to consider just going down there and talking to them, getting newsletters, because it's so important. If you really want to understand, you got to hear it from the people who are actually living it. Yeah. That's so important, you yeah. know, yeah. and just being able to say, I just want to listen. I just want to listen. Because if you go in there talking about it, they you haven't earned the right you know, in, they, in their eyes, but to just kind of listen and learn, I would encourage that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, one of the things you introduced us to, Pastor Rob, is the Fudge Ripple um, concept and uh, um, being able to um, just share and hear from, learn from each other, the different, the white, the black, brown, whatever, just listen. But being able to, um, uh, mix together and and be able to grow together. Okay, so um, could you just share a little bit about what uh, what you have learned, maybe from the perspective of coming to Kearney, coming to Central Nebraska, what how it's impacted you, I, and uh, and then we could talk a little bit about um, how you all have impacted us as a church as well so yeah I, I you know pastor i tell you what all my stereotypes were thrown out the window <laughs> <laughs> when i went to Kearney, nebraska you got to understand this man my stereotypes of white brothers and sisters living on living in the farm like who lives in farms, man? I don't want to go in. I don't want to live in nobody. I don't want to go visit nobody's house in a farm. I don't want to be around animals. It's gonna stink. I don't want to be in the rural areas. Like there's nothing there. The rules all over the place. Um, I don't want to necessarily stick out like a sore thumb. You know, um, it's gonna to be too slow for me. I'm a city boy. I like things to happen fast. When I got to Connie, Nebraska, oh my God. The first thing I would introduce to was a Long John donut with bacon on it. <laughs> Never had that before. <laughs> hey, you guys rolled out the carpet for us. You guys had it set up, and I stayed at um, Brother Joe's house, and he said, "Oh, Pastor, I live, I live in a in the country." And I'm saying to myself, "Jesus, I need you, because I really don't want to be in the country. I like to be at the five star hotel." Well, with faith would have it, I had no idea his house was a five-star hotel. I had no idea 
the country was so amazing. I had no, I, I had never had, you know, the opportunity to get fresh eggs at the hen bar. You know, I never rolled an a, a ATV. You know what I mean? I never shot blue rocks. I never, I, I, I was just blown away. You know, but I, you know, I never rode on a dirt road before, and I was scared to death. And um, but I just thought, oh my goodness, I can live out here. The stars was so amazing. I looked up at night. It's like I can touch the stars. I didn't. I never seen the stars like that in my entire life, city boy. And all my stereotypes were thrown out of the window. What am I saying? I am saying, in order to get to know somebody, you got to get, you got to go where they live at. You got to eat their food. You got to go in their homes. You, 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 you got to allow yourself to be open to the unfamiliar places and watch what happens. And it changed my life. Yeah. And you know, hey, listen. And all the people are friendly come together. I mean, the, 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 I had no idea that that Saturday, you know, the football team was playing. The city shut down. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, I've never seen a city shut down before a sports event. <laughs> and everybody partied together. And I am telling you, I just, I, I, just, I had no idea that Country living was so amazing, you know. And of course, when I went into the market, you know, and um, we went into the grocery store and everybody looked around. I'm looking around, wondering what they're looking at myself. And Brother Joe said, just you, Pastor, you look like a celebrity. I said, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. But it changed my life, you know. And I came back and I said to myself, wow, it was quiet. And it's never quiet when I'm living it, right? right. You know, so it changed my life. Yeah. Well, I, brother, I could tell you the same thing when I, I went to Chicago, spent some time at Rock Church and Circle Urban, and it changes me every time I go. Hmm. Okay, it does. It changes me by hanging around and being being with you all in your in the community there, and you know when. When we walk into a restaurant, and now we're having all the eyes on us, <laughs> I'm telling you, right, right, it, you know, right. kind of like what are all these, what are all these white dudes doing? In this, right. You know, the number of them walking in, sitting around tables, you know, and uh, building relationships with the people uh, at uh, um, the breakfast place. Joe would know its name. Um, I can't think of it right now, but. Uh, uh, you know, George's, George's, George's. That's right. I thought it was, you know, I love worshiping with you all, oh, man. I mean, there's just, you bring a new soul and spirit into worship. Um, and you know, when I come back, Pastor Adrian has to shut down, you know, my, my time of speaking. I have a problem with that anyways, but he really has to put the, the break <laughs> on me even more, you know? So I, we learned so much. Um, when we spend a week with you in February, and uh, and we learn, you 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 are all just as great as hosts and teach us so much of the inner city of Chicago. We feel safe, we feel loved, we Amen. feel cared for. 
Um, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful relationship. Well, I certainly hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Pastor Rob. You know, he said something in our discussion there that I hope resonated with you. It said, in order to get to know somebody, you have to go where they live at. Go allow yourself to experience unfamiliar places and watch what God does and watch what happens. Man, what a fun and uh, insightful time with Pastor Rob. You know, he's a contagious brother, is he? isn't he, as you listen to him? Uh, thanks for listening. Tune in to our last segment of part three of From Carney to the World, Chicago, where we will have a roundtable discussion with Pastor Adrian, myself, and Pastor Rob Stevenson of the Rock of Our Salvation Church, where we are gonna talk about how, how can we grow stronger, how can we grow um, deeper, and how can we grow better in our relationship together of the, uh, in our partnership with Circle Urban and the Rock of Our Salvation Church. So thank you for listening, and we look forward to having you join us in our next segment.